Big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25 minute man. Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Welcome to the take with Willie and Ian. That's probably the worst start we've had. You're looking <laughs> your, for bits of your paper. Phone's going off. I'm a very popular person. <laughs> I just you couldn't uh, hear anything. I was like, your phone. You, you, looked, the, at, you looked at my phone. Well, I, yeah, I thought you said, "Where's my phone?" I'm going. It's right there. What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah. You lost your bits of paper. Well, I know. I've discovered. I'm like Sherlock Holmes. I found the bits of paper. I picked them up. <laughs> I picked them up. I don't know why I picked them up. Just want to look at the origin teams. Ah, uh, they should be burning your brain forever. It's a big week, William. It's a big, big mm. week. I uh, I actually went to the dermatologist this morning to see how many skin cancers I've got, and they burn off a fair few. And uh, another twenty years on the planet. I said, oh, it's a big week for uh, you're obviously a rugby league fan. She goes, no. And that was the end of the chit chat. That was <laughs> that was the chit chat done. Oh, gosh. Anyway, uh, it's funny, you know, you pay a billion dollars and they just literally burn and cut things off you. Mm. Sadistic lifestyle. How about everyone whinging about how cold it is? It's not cold. It's not winter anymore, Will. I thought it was I think they just call that winter. It's a they? polar snap. Polar snap. It's winter. The first idiot. day of winter, isn't it? Winter. It's we cold. I went to the gym at the E-Lab this morning with the boys and everyone was just coming up and just whinging. I think I was the biggest whinger. Oh, my God, how cold is it? <laughs> Just to join in. I said, the fucking sun's out. Who cares? You got the matching tracksuit on. That shit looks like Yeah, I just, want to go home just, I just want to go home and just chill out. You look I like do that. anything. Till this afternoon, I've got to train a couple of young kids. That's about it. Is it a fleecy tracksuit? It is fleecy. It's nice, huh? Looks nice. Very gold. Uh, all right. Well, let's start with obviously the biggest news in town at this week is the origin. It's, it's origin week. It's all started. Everyone is obsessed with the origin, but. It'd be wrong of us not to touch on a couple of things before yeah. we go into the origin. I didn't like Payne Haas getting booed on Friday night by his own crowd. And I'll tell you why I didn't like it. Because he was playing his heart out. You can't say he wasn't playing hard. And I get that the Brisbane fans look at that and go, oh, it's all playing out in the media and this and the other. But it's his manager. Mm. Go ring his manager up, find out who his manager is and boo him. Send them an angry email. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't like that at all because I understand. I think we touched on it last week, you know, me playing the test or origin. You get booed by Queensland. You expect that. I'd never get booed by my own club. That would piss me off yeah. like, ridiculously. So I think if they want anything to sort of heal up there, I would advise the Brisbane fans to shut the fuck up. Don't boo the kid because it's not – it ain't good. You know Maybe. what I mean? Like, uh, you know, don't just read, don't read what's in the papers. People are some, they're trying to control the narrative up there. Why are the papers put in there? They're going to boo him on, on game day? Yeah. They just put it in everyone's put it head in subconsciously and then they got out there and they booed him. That was disgusting from the Broncos fans. Yeah. Like every, I mean, I get it for the first couple. Even his last hit up in the 80th minute, they still booed. Yeah. Like, shut up. Have some respect. You know what I mean? You don't even know what the hell's going on in this kid's life. And you come out there and you just, you boo this kid. He's a 22-year-old kid trying to look after his life. And you just look whatever's in the media. Shame on the Broncos club as well for even putting that shit out there. And that's, and that's what people need to understand. This is a business, right? So anyone who thinks that they said that they got the email through late at night, anyone who thinks that Payne Haas was sitting on Google and got into Hotmail... 
on painhaas at hotmail.com and sent an email saying, I want an immediate request. He, there's a chance he didn't even know about it. His manager might have said, there's it's game day. There's a reason why he asked for a release. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's obviously a lot, lot more difficult than what we're talking about now, but... You don't ask for a release just because you want this. Something has to be going catastrophically wrong. Or the manager's using it as a negotiating technique because all the manager cares about it. The manager, as soon as Payne Haas finishes his football career, then Payne Haas is of no relevance to this manager. But his management now is different than the Alls. doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. I don't know who they, it is now. Got, they've got good people around them now. So it's just the, the way that the club's dealing with that is very amateur hour. And I'd, I'd advise him to be careful because that kid... You know, like he doesn't, he's already, you know, stated that he wanted to leave because you guys are stuffed up somehow. Then you throw the crowd into it and all these other elements. Not a good, um, not a good way to keep the future of your club and the best forward in the world. I think uh, he's definitely a done deal at the West Tigers. That's what I've heard. <laughs> uh, now, the Sackometer, the Sackometer's back on. So it's been, what, two weeks since Trent Barrett mm. quit, sacked, whatever they've whatever they want to say he was. So now, William, Michael Maguire has coached his last game because it's been two weeks. So it's important that we sack someone because we've only sacked Who the one. Who's up there? Who's the... Well, Maguire, they reckon, coached his last game. Well, he was on his last legs last year, wasn't he? It was last legs three weeks ago. They won a couple of games and then <laughs> Trent Barrett started. And I'll tell you the stupidest rumour I've heard is that they're saying now that, that, Michael, that the dogs were going to sign Michael Maguire. Why Who would the club come? At, it was all through the papers Who again. Who said that? Who signs? Do you read papers? I do. Because well, yes, I have to because this. I have yeah. to get angry. Every Wednesday I have to get angry about things <laughs> I've read. But it's – um, it, it's uh, look, the thing for me as well, I don't know what it is that certain people have in for, um, for Gus Gould, right? I don't know what's going on with that. There's Siri. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There we go. We've had a phone call, series involved. We've really prepared this one, haven't we? Yeah. But I, I look at it and I go, what has Gus Gould done that every single thing that happens with Canterbury, they have to get involved in? He doesn't have a coach. He does have a coach. They've got this coach. Now they don't have a coach. Everything is negative with the Bulldogs. And it must, within yeah. the four walls of the, that organisation, you must – does it make you – Angry? Does it make you upset? Is it water off a duck's back? Well, for one, I just don't really follow the media and I don't listen to it. I don't read it. I don't really – I just sort of just steer clear of it all. I think because, like, maybe my career, like, a lot of shit was said and I know that they just try and control the narrative and be a lot more negative than positive, you know? So I don't really let it get to me at all. I honestly don't. But, I mean, like, with the club and, like, the rumours you hear, like, it must be taking its toll on, on the players – on the on the rest of the club, you know, like coaching. Imagine being part of that coaching staff. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like you just you be on eggshells all the time, and you just really. And it's not like they're not preparing to win. They want to win every single game. They're just not not getting the results. It's not like we haven't got the team to put that performance out there and you know get St George on the weekend. Like they showed some really good some shades of brilliance, like in in moments. You know what I mean? But then we just you know on the other hand. Show some real shit things as yeah. well, you know. It's like, uh, it's weird. It would be frustrating to be a young player at that club now and to be and to be part of the, you know, the, the, you know, the coaching staff and all that kind of stuff. Because as I said, they put hours in, man. Yeah. Like Baz was putting hours in, hours and hours. And I know that the whole coaching staff puts a lot of work in, and to not get results would be frustrating. Yeah, it would be. So, um, and I'm pretty sure they're just like me as well. They don't read the. They don't read what's going on in the media and all that kind of stuff. They don't watch 360. They don't do all all these kind of things. So, 
you just got to focus like week in, week out. It must be just that mentality. Next week, next week, next week. It's just, it would be, it'd be very, um, it'd be very draining anyway. It's almost like some of these organisations have a Gus watch and so they just follow him around because I, yeah, I read somewhere understand, that. like Fox, News Limited, all that sort of stuff. Like is Fair, was it Fair, Fair Child? Fairfax, Fair yeah. Fairfax, you know, like sort of stuff like that. They hate each other. Yeah. Gus is on one, Fox is on the other. You know, like, so people don't, if you don't really understand how the world works like that, then you're going to be sitting there buying the paper every morning. And go, oh my God, did you see what got, like all the fucking messages I get every single day? Oh my God, Gus is doing this. Shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. You don't know. So just ease up. What do you reckon in terms of like... Because I know one person who does not care is Gus. Well, that's the thing. Like for him now, it's like he's got all this extra pressure on him that all of a sudden you know, Gus is going to pick the coach. Now, it's not just Gus. There's going to be a, like, I mean, he's obviously going to have a big say in it, but yeah. so every time he leaves the house, he can't now go and have a coffee with someone without them going, oh, they're going to coach. He's yeah. going to coach. Like, I mean, I don't know if he's I mean, they're all through, like, like, what is it? Who are the, the people that are, they think they're going to coach? Like, is it Flanagan? Is Jim Dimmick? Is Magic, um, Maguire? Serraldo gets chucked up Cerrado, for a Freddie. Yeah. I was yeah. with Freddie last week. He goes, the fuck would I coach that club for? <laughs> he didn't say it like that. But he's like, I was like, Freddie, you do Channel 9, you coach New South Wales and get paid a shitload of money. Two of the best jobs in the game. Why would you come coach the Bulldogs? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, where, that, where does that come from? Is that is that just media. conspiracy theory stuff? Like, or, or is it just throwing in going, oh, well, that, that makes, like, you put one and one together, you come up with 427, and you yeah. go, well, that sort of makes sense. Oh, he's going to... It's just the media, man. It's I, how they build the shit up. I did see on Twitter, because obviously love Twitter, <laughs> mm. love the old twit twit, and they had Gus Gould saying, we'll have everything done by September, right? Yeah. And everyone's gone, oh, well, that's the end of the origin and blah, blah, blah. That's why Freddie will be available. And I'm going, wow. how do you read into him saying it'll be done by September? Just you know what September just is? Just because Freddie and end Gus have season. a good relationship. You yeah. think that's, that's, that's going to happen? Like, I don't think Freddie can think of anything worse. He's got two of the best jobs in the game. And all he's focused on, is, as he said in every interview, focus on the Blues and focus on the Blues. Yeah, no shit. Coach three games. Yeah, it's not a bad Coach job. three games, not twenty six. Do a whole preseason, deal oh. with all the shit that you blokes give him. Yeah, and then and then go coach the Bulldogs. Come on, bro. And if and Let's if you're serious, like the guys like Flan I can understand Flanagan. Flanagan's openly said, "I want to, I want to coach first grade again." Hmm. He you also know? gave. I don't know if you saw that. You probably didn't, but he gave this interview. I don't know if it was an interview or whatever. And he was like, "Oh, you know, there's sixteen clubs, and you can't get heaps of jobs. And so, if, you know, I'd, I'd coach it. Like almost like I'd take the booby prize. Yeah. And he's like, I'd do, I'd do a good job there because they're terrible. I was like, Is that your interview for the job? Is he's that, like, yeah. They'll ring me. No, they won't. No. Why would they your ring you? Your manager will ring the club. That's how it works. 100%. <laughs> your manager's probably a dope. I, I hear all these interviews. It's embarrassing, man. Except for when they'll we make a decision, people. they'll make a decision that's going to be the benefit of the club, with the club moving forward, and that's it. William Mason. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to Origin. So I guess there's a couple of talking points. The 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 main talking point, which is the talk, same. T I don't know what happens every year, but Queensland just. They just pick a side and everyone picks like your projected sides yeah. and everyone picks their projected side and then it's just the Queensland side and everyone yeah. goes, oh yeah. But with the New South Wales side, everyone picks a projected side. I don't know if they're picking from more players or whatever, but then there's always controversial selections. Every yeah. year there's controversial selections and the biggest controversial selection or selections this year is the loss of Ado Carr and Trebojevic from the squad. Um, 
there's obviously been a change and there's been reasonings behind those changes, but they are two blokes that if you look yeah. at origin players, they've done a job. Mm. So thoughts on origin players versus picking players that are in form mm. at that time? Yeah, I, I understand from both points. Like people that are pro picking the fox and then like understand why he got dropped. You know, you look at the stats that he, um, that he has in, in origin. I think he's played, he's one, I think he's been in 12 games or something like that. 10 tries. Like he's been, he's been like amazing as a player. Um, and he looks like an origin player. He does everything. But I think they're just going off what's happening at Clubland. Obviously, they are. I think Brandy come out and said, look, he's in, he's in bad form. He needs to go back and fix it, all that kind of stuff. Like, he's been such an integral part on and off the field with origin. That's what he brings. He brings such a lot of energy and everyone loves Fox and he's such a well-respected and such a great kid in the Indigenous community and everything like that. Like, I love Fox, man. I, I love him. I wish he was in the team. But then I can understand why they went the other way because I'm pretty sure they don't really want even though we we've handled Queensland the last couple of years it's like that young kid Cobbo Xavier Coates they're aerial they're, I think they'll a lot of aerial attacks you know what I mean that's why they've picked Tupo because Tupo is great under the high ball he's great coming out of yardage all that kind of stuff so I can understand from New South Wales selection committee why why they didn't go for for Fox you know, that's about it. You know, you can't really read into it too much. There's no conspiracies. There's no bullshit. It's just like, they either think, Cobbo's, I think they played twice this year, Cobbo scored five tries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's, and they've had some pretty good battles out there, but um, and that, and that, and that's probably one of the reasons why they've had those individual matchups and, and Brisbane's beat us twice and he's got over the top of Fox. Even though I think Fox, was, it was pretty even. So I think Fox scored about three tries as well. So um, that one, but I think I'm, I'm more disappointed in Jake Trebojevic not getting picked. Yeah. Yeah. He is origin through and through. So both those guys bring so much off the field. Obviously on the field, but off the field. They've built that culture. They've won three out of the last four. You know what I mean? So it's like they, they sort of... I would go just play him in that first game and, and just, just see. I don't think they warranted not to get selected. I think they warranted maybe if they, they didn't turn up in game one and then got dropped, but then you're probably overthinking it. What if they... Got, you know, imagine if, if Cobo scored three tries over Fox and they knew they should have made the change. So you start overthinking a lot of things if you're a selector. That's what I think that that's what sort of conundrum they got themselves into. I can understand from Fox, but I don't understand Jake Trevojevic. He's origin through and through, that kid. Like, he just gets out there. He just be- he's got the, one of the best tackle techs in the game. He can ball play. He plays big minutes. He's such a, a good kid, good person to have in origin. And I'm like, does Ryan Madison... Warrant getting picked in front of Jake Chavojevic, who's played in four series in a row. No, that's a simple no for me. Yeah, because of the simple fact that he he's he's his club form. He doesn't do numbers like Sam Burgess or Jason Talmalolo or anything like that. He doesn't he doesn't do that. But he does these little things that no one really noticed, and I don't think he really warranted that this year. He's been he's just been playing. It looks like me. He just plays the same game every every for the last five or six years. Yeah. A lot of energy, very passionate, no missed tackles, a lot of ball playing, all that kind of stuff. Just because Manly's been going down, he's like, you give him that blue jersey, he goes out and he just snaps everyone. That's what I'll be, I'll be more worried. I'm, I'm more worried about him getting dropped, you know, like, because he's, he's in the middle there because he controls so much energy. And I don't think Ryan Madison brings that much. I don't think he brings more than a Jake Chaboyevich. Like, does he, do you, how many ball playing locks do we need out there? Well, it does seem Isaiah a little bit. Isaiah Cam Murray. 
Yeah. Um, like, I don't think Jake's out of form to, to go, okay, well, I don't think you're, uh, you warrant getting picked. I just don't. That's, that's my opinion. You know, and, and, and they've... I just, and I don't think Ryan Madison just has gone belting on the door going, I'm killing it, I'm killing it, I'm putting up these Tal Malolo numbers. Get out, whoever's in front of me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Well, obviously, you know... Good you- luck to Maddo. He, like, I'm just saying, I'm not saying he deserves it, but he's got, he's got the nod. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to do the job. I just don't think he could do a good a job as Jake because he's played in four series. You know, you, you need those vets out there in that first game to get you through. And you got Campbell Gillard. I think he's been he's been knocking the he's played Origin. He's been knocking the door down for a little bit. It's just because they've won those three three series in a row, you know. So I, a few selections there that I, I don't really mind. Like I don't think I don't think Toops is that big a shock. I just think it was a shock because it was over Fox and Fox has been such an integral part, and so is Jake. If they've only played in one or two series, I don't care. But they've been part of the four series. I reckon a couple of years ago they picked, you know, they were very heavy on fullbacks. And so they had, but that's because if you look at Latrell Mitchell, Tom Dravojevic, James Tedesco, yeah. they're so good, you de- they deserve to be in the side. Maybe, I mean, I don't know, but obviously the way New South Wales want to play, if they've picked this many offload specialists, they obviously want to be trying to play second phase stuff. There's, there's no other explanation really yeah. than picking blokes that you know are going to throw offloads. And yeah. so second phase play is important for them. But maybe maybe they want that offload dude in Madison because he does get an offload away. But like that's club land. Yeah. They hit a lot harder in origin, man. Like, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from Madison. I think he's a good player. He's just not better than Jake. Yeah. Simple in my eyes. I can just read it like that. I'd rather Jake before Ryan. That's my opinion. I'm not going to have to up throwing shade at Ryan Madison, but... I just know like people who can play Origin handle it, and I think Tyson Frizzell's another one of those who uh, you know he's in the extended so squad. Frizzell's on the bench. I mean, I don't I don't even look at anyone who's 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 12, 20, whatever it is. Like yeah. if you're not in the seventeen, I don't really care. They're just bringing all these other guys in there because like you didn't make the team. Like, everyone's like, oh, Swally made the team. Like, you're in the squad. No, he's going to play three. Well, five or two. You know what I mean? He's going to play. You know, like everyone get over it. Like, just it's, it's really weird. When did they start Jack, doing that? I don't know. But it's like oh, all I look at is one to seventeen. That's what that's 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 what's happening. I think eighteenth man can sort of wander on now with the yeah. HIAs and all that sort of shit. But if you don't one to eighteen, I don't care who's 19, 20, 21, and twenty-two. I think they all des- and I think they all deserve it because for that extended bench, they know that they're you know they're pretty close. If an injury happens during the week, all that kind of stuff, but. Never really happens. Jack White's a surprise that they're putting him in, in centres. Could they be playing a little little switcheroo with with Stephen Crichton? You'd have to think so. You know what I mean? Wouldn't like, you? I mean, like if you look at if you look at Crichton he's a left on center. the bench. Yeah. I mean he's played fullback. He could probably play on a wing at a pinch, but White Whiten can play six, yeah. he can play one, he can play like Whiten's more your utility. He, he's he's a strong defender, he's tough. Um So what they do, they name four, they name Harry Grant at fourteen too, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know how much of that. They've said it's because Ben Hunt. I mean, Ben Hunt's on top of the Dallium. You know, he's been good for the Dragons this year. Yeah, I mean, but he's at seven. Back, at but seven. Yeah, he's halfback. Totally different ball game. And Harry night. Grant's in the top two hookers in the comp. So yeah, come that, on. That Start could, Harry, Grant, Harry Grant. He could be... I mean, that could be a switcheroo as well. I just... This old switcheroo, it's just dumb. It's weird, eh? It's I don't just, know. It looks like it makes sense with um, with Jack and... Crichton. And Crichton. But Who knows, why? man? Why not just pick it? Like, as if at this level, as if they're not going, well, this could happen and preparing for it. So why bother? It's yeah. like... So this is the thing. This is make, this, we can all speculate while we're out here, but I'm pretty sure they know what's going on. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Crichton knows. He'd know, like, by... Pretty much by the weekend when Freddie can make his mind up, you'd be starting centre. Yeah. And you can prepare for it. 
He'd you be know? repairing, or, or maybe yeah. he's told him now. Yeah. He's like, you're going to be, I'll just take some pressure off you, whatever. Maybe that those sort of, maybe those sort of words have been spoken. Well, you maybe went, not. You went to the Blues, what's it called? The True Blues dinner on, yeah. on Monday night. So that that's something that they do. For people that don't know, they do that every year. Mm. They announce the side. Well, they, they, the side's announced, but they, they bring him out. Were they wearing the skivvies and the jacket still? Was that? I didn't really look. So observational, yeah. aren't you, William? But um, went a couple of years ago with Will. Oh, I went another bug actually. That was but Freddie. Was Freddie? Did he bring the cashmere? They had um, the the this turtlenecks. Turtleneck, yeah. Yeah, with the. It looked alright. That's that's, that's Freddie. Oh, you've boy. you've changed. No, you've no, no. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. He knew it was coming into winter. You yeah. Know? Just so what was, what was I mean? What was the what was the feeling like at that thing? Um, to be honest, I didn't even go. Oh, you didn't go? No. All right. I was feeling like shit. (laughs) Fair enough. I was just like, oh my God, should I go? I rang Joe and he goes, he's not going. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm done. As soon as I pulled out, you went. Yeah, and I had no one else to go with. That's pretty much it. I was like, all right. So you didn't go. I need the extra headache. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a bit of a piss up. You see all your old mates and everything again. I'm like, I don't want to wake up dusty on Tuesday. That's very sensible. You are changing. You could maybe wear a turtleneck. So look, I think the thing with that New South Wales side is that they're, they're trying to overcome this whole Queensland spirit kind of thing as if there's no spirit in New South Wales. It's just one of those things. It's just a lie. But And it's something I've never understood. It's like, okay, you're pulling a jersey on. You're a professional footballer. If if it comes down to it, are you really thinking about Ipswich in the 78th minute of the game or Toowoomba mm. or, or Morton Bay and going, I want to win it for Morton Bay? No, you're no. not. No different from That's New South myth, Wales going great That's names. a myth that we're like... They're way more passionate. They've got more passionate fans. I'll give them that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And they have a little bit more hatred towards us because we style their players from like 1908 to 1980. Yeah. I get it. You do. You do have like probably hatred, not more passion. It's a different thing. Dip, yeah. Their, their fans are crazier. As proven by the fact they just booed Payne Haas. Yeah. Imagine what Payne Haas in a cop game three. Maybe they got the week early. They thought he was playing for New South Wales. Yeah, that's weird. They're not real smart Queenslanders. They're not that Hello smart. to all our Queensland fans. So if you look at this Queensland side, and this is the problem that I've got, I look at that Queensland side on paper and I go, they're going to win. Mm. And that's... that's You don't know what Ponga's going to do. Ponga's been you know, not he's that influential in a, in a night's yeah, level. been good at Queensland level. But he? at Queensland level, he's unbelievable. You've got Valentine Holmes when he's playing and, and Gagai's an origin. Like every time he plays origin, he scores 17 tries. Munster has been in terrific form. Mm. You've got a massive forward pack that's got go forward and it's got skills. You've got Ruben Cotter, who I think is my new, mm. he's my new little man crush, I think. Ruben, well done, Ruben, for getting picked. And you've got someone on the bench like Jeremiah, Jeremiah Nanai who could come on and he could either miss 30 tackles or he could score three tries. He's just that sort of oh, player. Kicks. I look at that team and look at that forward pack and think it's pretty one-dimensional. Um, Tino, Papali, Capewell, Kafusi, Cotter. Not many genuine ball players or guys who can move the ball. Yep. I think that's where... I think we're going to try and move the ball a little bit more. Yep. Try and move their big guys around, Tino and Papa. They're big bodies, mate. They can play origin, you know what I mean? But if you're fatigued, if you're under fatigue, if you're getting the ruck move and they're hitting on the edge, it's all that, that old school shit like 80s and 90s where you just like trying that, that warm-up period before you're going through the... I ain't there anymore. You know what I mean? 
play football. Yeah. You've got to play footy. If you can get it out the back, you can hit on the edge, keep going, all that kind of stuff. That's what you're going to try and do. You're going to try and move these big guys around. Because as I said, like, they're very good defensive players and everything like that, like Cotter and Capewell and all that kind of stuff, but they don't move the ball genuinely. Like Isaiah Yo does every single game. Cameron Murray does it all the time. You know, you've got two genuine ball players. Junior Paulo moves the ball a fair bit. He's one of the main, the main distributors in that team. Ryan Madison does the same thing. You've got Payne Haas who's just going to be a brick wall in the middle. Yeah. And Paulo. But then they can switch it over. If you want to play that hard-nosed football through the middle, boom, boom, boom. Payne Haas, Paulo, Tarek Sims, Yo, and Murray. It's a pretty well-balanced side. Yeah, it is. You know, so that's, that's the only upside I see with our team and theirs. And that's with us taking... Latrell and uh, Turbo out. Yeah. You put Latrell Turbo in that Different team. Different story. I'm not even. I'm not no. even going to give Queensland a hope. Yeah, that's, no, that's how highly I think of those two. Um, I just think Queensland will play that real rough, rough style sort of no nonsense through the middle, through the middle. Little bit of ball playing out the back would be pretty predictable because when they, because Tino's not a natural ball player like that, and Big Papa they just like that hard sort of stuff. You know, like Capewell and and Kifusi on an edge. You know they're not they real they're not that damaging ball runners that run in outside in lines or anything like that. Not ridiculously good back um, offloaders in second phase. Cotter Cotter does a little bit of ball playing with the Cowboys, but yeah, Kafusi's from a great system. Capewell's in a good system. You know he's been pretty good. You know, but he does he's got a lot of skill, Capewell. But like, I just think we got a, a little bit more class. Do you reckon Tino's a lock or a prop? He's a prop. He's, he's a six prop. foot five. Yeah, you know he's six five. Titans he just plays. It. He plays. Lock, lock is like a, is an extra prop. It's guy. an extra prop. That's all it is. I just think with him, he's he's a dead set lock. You know, a dead set prop. Yeah. Um. So basically, we are looking at a a pretty close game. I think. Yeah, if it's going to be close. I if, just think we're not. As I said, like with the ball playing and stuff like, that, we have that in our back pocket. But they can play tough as well. Yeah. Cam Murray can play tough. He don't have to ball play, and neither does Yo. You know, and neither does Paulo. They can they can hold that thing under their arm and take you on. So that's it's just good to have those skills where most of these guys, you can see it coming when they go out the back. It's yep. very predictable. So especially with the line speed at, or, at origin level, you know, you can see Tino, if he gets the ball, if he tries to do a little bit of nose, from the A and Marcus, they're going to try and get at him. If you don't have that width right, and if you have too much width, you take up too much room. You know what I mean? So it's a fine line. If you're not a genuine ball player, week in, week out, like Cam Murray, Isaiah Yoa, Junior Paulo, you'll find it hard. I think if you if you look at the side too for New South Wales, if they are going to play second phase stuff, you don't. I mean, you don't have without Mitchell and you don't without Trebojevic, you don't have those damaging, like those trail runners that come off those yellow floats yeah. and cause all the damage. Like I look at that New South Wales side, and I think if that's the way they're going to play, you got Tedesco that trails. He's he's always through the middle of the ruck looking for for offloads but and things. But, but it's how you get the offloads like last year when you got an offload from Paulo or someone like that, to a Teddy. Teddy skip out, bang Latrell, yeah. bang Turbo, yeah Fox through the middle, Cook. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to stop. Yeah. Once you get a couple of offloads, when you go through the middle, just say if it's in the 20, 30th minute and Paulo gets a good offload, Teddy skips over, you know, inside could be Cook. You go outside, there's Latrell, there's Turbo and everyone pulled through the middle. Fox, Toto, you know, they all watched last year when you saw that one offload, everyone would just go boom and pull through the ruck. Yeah. You know, or hold a little bit out wide and guys like Cook will be through the ruck and Fox, they just turn up. Good wingers in that just turn up. But yeah. Teddy would be that connect. Can he connect? Do they have the same energy? You know, the Tupos, Whitens and Stags and Crichtons. 
Because Staggs is more your like just class. He'll just run straight through the front yeah, door. Like he just you know that, that's that the way he plays. He's not early ball. Early yeah, ball. He's not. He's not like a. He's not a trail runner where you're going to no. find him on second phase and he's going to. You know he he's going to go straight at his opposite number the whole he game. He just wants contact. Yeah, that he wants I love contact. that shit. He can just go hard. Him and Val Holmes can just go and just smash each other the whole whole Wednesday night. So I just think Val Holmes would be left center, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gags would be right center. Yeah. That'd be great. Great. Great game, Holmes and Stags. Yeah, it's. I mean, look, and you, you look at. I, I look at this. I reckon this is probably one of the most evenly matched. This is pretty even. Yeah. The only reason why it's even is because we don't have Turbo and Latrell in form. Yeah, that's it. All right, that was normally where we get the babon bit, but we missed the babon bit. Oh, really? There's no babon bit. There was a babon bit. I didn't hear it. I heard it. Did you hear yeah, it? I was thinking, what are you talking about? I don't know. Your your I've, your microphone sounds way better. Me. I think something's wrong with me. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, this is uh, just another example of how professional I am. Uh, basically, we have got four of the worst games of football oh, ever. Oh, no. Um, what are we going to do, William, about the... Winning money? <laughs> what are we going to do about... Club games during the Origin period. Oh, it's a bit. I like, mean, this is this is a this is why we signed that. Hey, this is the TV deal, bro, yeah. boys, boys and girls. TV deal that we signed. You have to play twenty six games. That's it. Simple. Can't do anything about it. Can't do anything about the level of play. The games are getting played. All that sort of shit. You want more money on that cap? You play more games. Well, your voice just came back. Did it? Yeah, oh, you, okay. you were really low before, but now you're uh, now you're yeah, high. Yeah, that's that's just the way it is. You can't whinge about it. If you're a player, you can't whinge about it because just have a look at your pay packet. Yeah, the salary cap's ten mil. You know, like that's that's just the way it is. But can't I reckon whinge. if you, but no, I don't think the players should whinge. But if you're a fan, right? The, if fans, you're, the fans should whinge. They should whinge, and they're the ones no, paying the, the deal. The, the like, <laughs> they're the ones watching this. So you go, all right. If I'm a fan, do would I prefer to have a situation in which? Like mm. I've got a, a, a Panthers side with seven players out yeah. playing against the Bulldogs. Um, how did the Panthers draw the Bulldogs too? They've been kissed on the dick by a fairy, haven't they? Yeah, I know. The Panthers like, have been. You give them seven the Bulldogs. Seven players have got out. Yeah, seven wow. players. Are they? Is that in the starting side? It was like guys like Appy can go back no, and play. Appy can't will he? play. Yeah, so Corius will play. Um, but I mean, in the in the starting side, so they've got Toto, Luai, Cleary. Um, Yo, Yo Crichton, Martin, Liam Martin. It's not bad. Yeah, it's good. They've still, they're still, they've still on the betting. They are still a very, very disrespectful dollar thirty-one. And the poor old Bulldogs, <laughs> Seven players not out. so much with one player out, us paying three dollars fifty. So you wow. go basically saying that they are red hot favourites to beat Panthers Reggies. Panthers Reggies are red hot favourites to yeah. beat the Bulldogs. Put that on the dressing room, hey? That's terrible. I'm going to swap my bet and I'm going to go with the Bulldogs now. That's so disrespectful. I didn't know how they had seven players out. Did you bet against the... That was the first time. I didn't know. I just... I just, I didn't even know that they were playing. I said, same as Ian. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you did. I didn't know. So, that's, so I'm not the same as Ian. I'm going to go, oh, no. I'm going to go the, the mighty Bulldogs. So the Titans-Cowboys, you know, I tipped the Titans here and I feel like I'm going to change my mind because the Cowboys have got a lot of players out. Henry's done a thing here. How many players have the Cowboys got out? Cowboys got six. Yeah, but there's a couple of them on the bench. So they've got Hammers, Tuolungi, Deedon. Oh, no, Deedon's 18th man. Yeah. So he'll have to stay. So they've got Nanai, Cotter, um... 
Holmes. Yeah. They got about four out. And the Titans have got Tino out and David Fafita's injured again. I'm, I'm changing the Cowboys. It. I'm changing the Cowboys. No, I'm going to go to the Titans then. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. Do you know what? You spent so much time getting your little outfit right with your, with your matching tracksuit pants. This is what I hang out with all day. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, uh, it's a bit uh, compared to like a woman's active wear. This is <laughs> active a men's wear. active wear. This that is what I've got on. It's good. <laughs> I can't take my eyes off the little gold bit around your groin region. So yeah, you like it. Match the couch. Yeah, match the couch. Go missing. Color coordinate. I'm, I'm going to go missing soon. <laughs> got to coordinate. Yeah. So we've got the Panthers and the Bulldogs. I don't know. Well. Like, think about the draw, right? So the Panthers now, if if they're going to play anyone in the Origin series, yeah, you you'd want to play, play the, the 16th. Row. I'm not saying the Bulldogs specifically, but you'd, you'd look at the draw and you'd go, well, I'm playing the 16th ranked team. That's. They're getting some favours, aren't they? The Panthers yeah, get like, blow up. No one can beat them anyway. I know. Give them. And I know what sort of. I remember playing in like the Bulldogs teams when we had like five, six players out. Five or six players that would be coming in have been waiting for a whole year and a bit. Yeah. So they're hungry. They want to prove to Cleary they can handle first grade. If some injuries happen, you want that next man up mentality, man. Mm. That's what scares me. That's what they've got. The yeah. foot of the mountains. They've got a production line out there. I've watched their reserve grade play. And I've watched their jersey flag. Yeah. It's monstrous. It's good. They are big and they're ready to roll. Well, they've got um, Sean O'Sullivan's playing and he, he killed it at the start of the season when Cleary was like out. Like he's he's yeah. going to be going, all right, if anything happens to Luai or whatever, I'm your man. I'm not worried about their forwards. No. They just will... You got Spencer Fisher Leo, Harris, you got Fisher out. Harris still. You got Leota still. Yeah. You're only missing you only missing Corey Yo. Yeah, you're and only Yo missing Yo. And, Cor- and Martin. And Coruscant will play. Coruscant will play. Martin won't. But so you... But these guys... They've got Sorensen who's Lee, come up. You know, Lee Martin's like... He's a he's a great role player out there. Yeah. He does a lot of their dirty shit that, like, people... It goes unnoticed. Obviously, selectors notice it because he's a gun player. Very tough. But, like, they're going to have these other young, young up-and-coming back roles that'll be like, I can do that job. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's the sort of culture that they've built out there. And they've got that... They've got those players, man. They've got a good 30 players. They only just have a good 17. Yeah, they've built well. Yeah. They have built well. Manly against the Warriors. Um, Grand final replay, 2011. <laughs> I've made one mistake. I'll stop you there. And <laughs> who have, so Manly have got a few players out. The Warriors, why are the Warriors not favourites there? They've got no players out. Because they they're terrible. up a lot of shit, yeah. mate. Manly they haven't been good. smoking Newcastle last week. Yeah. 10 nil after freaking eight minutes and just went, all right, we're done. We're finished now. We're done. We're I done. thought the game only went for 10 minutes. I thought it was nines. <laughs> Five minute I halves. I thought it was nines. So, and the last game. And the Roosters, for the first time in a long time, basically Tedesco good. and Tupo are their only players out, and they but look they good. They looked good. Yeah. They looked good last week. They did. That looked like a Roosters team. Yeah. Kiri looked good. I tell you, it takes about 10, 12 games to start get going. Mm. Kiri's sort of, he's starting that thing. Walker's starting to do some things like. Ford um, aiming up. Manu, but the thing, the main thing is, is, is Hargraves. What sort of energy he brings into a game? Yeah. He controls that whole team. Yeah, he does. You know, Crichton played well. Um, who else? Manu was good. Like Toops was good. Teddy was on fire. They just looked, but it was their defence. Yeah. They 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 rattled Cronulla. I thought Cronulla was going to be better. Cronulla are a bit up and down now. Consistency, man. Yeah, like consistency. A lot of, it's, hard, it's hard to play like consistent football all year. Yeah. All year, man. You can you go in your ebbs and flows. You're trying to get to origin without any injuries. You get to origin, get through origin. And as soon as you come out of origin, 
then you sort of know what team you sort of built, especially a new team like Cronulla. Yeah. You know, like you've got a new coach, you've got a new halfback, you've got some new players out there and um, a few injuries sort of started rattling them a little bit, like with uh, Ueli out. But they've got some good young kids to play off um, to, uh, as, you, as a young prop there, the young Islander boy. He's been smashing everyone. Talakai sort of come back. The whole hype was Talakai, man. Like this dude was running 200 plus metres, destroying teams. Pick him in origin. You know, like, and then they use him as a like second tackle hit up, yeah. get him out of trouble, and that's it. And yeah. they give him yeah, no start ball, game ball, game plan for that guy, have and then that, just takes yeah, yeah it's give tough. him the awful ball. So they just need to. And having Jesse Ramian out, he was a big. He's a big factor. He's been playing some real good football. Mulatalo and um, they've had Kennedy out for a couple of weeks too. They'll, okay, yeah, they'll, they'll come be fine. Again. They'll be they'll be they'll be there at the end. Um, the Raiders, uh, I don't know, up and down. The old poor old Raiders. I they wouldn't want to be last a week, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Eels, Raiders. Yeah, I think the Eels should beat the Raiders, but I think they're going to be in that middle pack, like from like just say seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. They'll be sitting there all yeah. year. If they make a big run, they'll they'll end up making the eight. Willie's Big Boys. All right, this week's Big Boys had some massive, massive numbers this week. So I'm going to go from one, two, and three. So it's hard for me to pick a person who played in a losing team, but Big Tino Fasul Malaawi ran 270 metres in a losing team against the Broncos. It's fucking ridiculous the numbers he was putting up. I think he had 18 hit-ups... 20, he had 18 hit-ups in the first half, 69 minutes, 21 hit-ups, 23, 271 metres, 129 post-contact. If he had won this game, he was definitely getting three. 31 tackles, fair few misses, a couple of drop balls, which sucked, which put him right back. But um, massive numbers. Tom Burgess, over 200 metres. Like, it was... I think he played some really good football. It's big Tom. Must what be a contract get? year. He's a big bastard, mate. He was just that guy when you they, they were just awful on some sets and then he'd get the ball and run 20 metres. Yeah. It was just like the big kid in under 12. I was like, give it to the big kid. <laughs> 19 hit-ups, 235 metres. Big time. But uh, Fisher-Harris, because it's the game, it was the game of the week. Against the Cowboys, everyone was talking the Cowboys up. He's like, you know what, bring it on. What's he running? 66 minutes, 17 hit-ups, 170. No, that's, that's Isaiah Yo's. My bad. <laughs> He gets one point now. Yeah, he gets 40. 48 minutes, 18 hit-ups, 220 metres. Yeah. Well, he beat that's better stats. So, he, yo, you're out. Yeah. You're back yo, down you're to done. zero. You're yeah. done. You're Fish done, Harris is three. Um, yeah, so those guys, they were massive numbers. Anyone who can run over 200 metres in the middle is is massive and doesn't take 400 kickoffs and dropouts. But um, that is my big boys for this week. So the leaderboard is coming third... Tamalolo and Big Papa on six. Fisher Harris is on seven points. And the leaderboard all on eight. Campbell Gillard. Campbell Gillard's still up there. Talakai, Paulo, and Payne Haas. What do you sound surprised for? You're keeping points. it tight. You're just trying to create suspense at the end. Yeah, so what happened? Well, hang on, what happens here? So next week, of those, James Fisher Harris is the only one playing this weekend. So he might get three. So he, he could he could jump him. Well, we should give we'll give Origin big boys as well for the oh, bloke for sure. Origin. Yeah, double points. Double points. Oh, yeah. okay. There we go. New rule. New rule. I like New it. New rules. It's good. All right. Well, one oh, thing. God, how embarrassing is this? I feel like we stop announcing this. We just we just 
We just brush it completely. You dip in our own money and just give it to the kids. We just, what we'll do is every week we'll do it and we won't tell everyone what we're doing and then we'll just pretend like we've won heaps. But unfortunately, it has been pretty slim pickings. We're still under a thousand bucks. I mean, a thousand bucks is still good for someone and there's still half a season to go. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, Come in hot. I have taken the Sea Eagles to cover five and a half after just talking myself out of it after I realised the Warriors have got no players out. The Roosters to cover three and a half. They'll do that easily. And in the Titans-Cowboys game, the I say the Titans will score over 17 and a half. All right. Can you read mine out? So your one, you're, you're saying the Titans will cover five and a half. You're giving the Bulldogs nine and a half start and you're backing them. And then you're saying the Seagulls and the Warriors game will be over 39 and a half points. Neither side can tackle, Damn. so that's a good bet. Yeah. That's paying seven dollars sixty-four. Bobby doesn't come through this week. I'm just going to go start doing my own. Yeah, Bobby, and then we'll have forty-seven yeah. anytime tries. We, we will fucking win, and it'll be four hundred and seventy. But I've been close the last couple. Only one leg's let me down. Yeah, have one leg. Yeah. See, Bobby puts real money on this stuff. I don't, so he's spewing more than me. Put our money on. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> and then the producer, who is a myth, to be honest, but he's gone Cowboys, Panthers, Seagulls, Roosters. That's just a pick. Come on, man. It's You're just, better than that. He's just and that's four dollars eighty-four. So four is eighty four. That's is there any value in that? There's no value. He's just picked the favourites. Chuck him any time. Try scores in there, son. He's literally just picked the favourites. Was that you, Henry, or the producer? That was the producer. Is that you, Henry. Do you know what the man. producer? Just All right. Anyway, what are my tips? So I'm going to change my tips. Um, I'm going to go the Cowboys, Bulldogs, uh, Eagles, and Roosters. All right. No Raiders. Right. <laughs> Just have to be different, don't yeah. you? Just cannot. Just had it like a little thing come over. Me. <laughs> go, oh, Teddy's go out. Be different. Teddy and Toops is out. Be different. Uh, well, Teddy, Teddy, Teddy and Toops coming in. White and Papali are out. Damn it! <laughs> it <leaves> it up. <laughs> uh, so I've gone. I'd said Titans, but I've changed it to Cowboys. Am I? No, what do you pick? No, you just said cow. I'll go Cowboys. So I'll go Cowboys, Panthers, Manly, and the Roosters. And the producer... Oh, you're only six ahead of me, which I should be too. Yeah, which is, again, just... I mean, I don't like to rap you, but if you weren't picking the dogs every week because you're loyal... I'll be up there. Is that part of your employment contract? No. You have to pick them? Or are you just a loyal bloke? Well, I'm part of the club, so I need part to Part of the club, I yeah. Wanna, I, and I want them to win. You know, I want them to win, too. Me off. Well, great scenes at Belmore. Oh, on, yeah. On the Sunday, so yeah. I went to the Belmore game and... Oh, man, we could have got that game. It was only, only 16,000. It was sold out. Yeah. So that's How loyal sort of, are those that's fans? the sort of loyalty that the, the the fans have for that club and the love for the club that they have, man. Yeah. They just want to see that team succeed. Yeah. Here's 16,000 at Belmore, man. Yeah. And you're coming dead last. And it's a good ground to watch footy from, too. You're right on top of things. That's the only thing I didn't even get to play at Belmore first grade. Yeah, you said that the other day. Yeah, I, I was just saying, it. like... I don't think they understand how important it is. You know, I was sitting with Terry Lamb before the game for ages. I said, bah, the memories you got here, man. Like, like you know, rocking it during the 80s and 90s, man. Bar's a king. Yeah. Absolute king. Just sitting there, he's a little nugget. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, little memories. And so he goes, yeah, you've got, he's got a shit. Like, he just didn't tell me. I know I'm not going to tell any of you anyway. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, he's got some good stories. Yeah, I bet he does. Yeah, he does. Has brilliant stories. Um well, yeah, that actually just, just that energy, you know, where it's weird because, like, like I was that person that come after Bar, like in the two thousands, and then we didn't get to play there, and then this new group gets to play there. They only play there from ninety nine to two thousand and twelve or something like that. Yeah, that's right. You know, and then this new group gets to play there. So I think, I think it it, it did hold something special with them because they nearly got back. They they did play well. You know, St George is no scrubs. No, we just 
did some real real silly things, you know, in in parts of that games that just you just can't do against a good side. They'll they'll crucify. So, but it was just good to see a lot of supporters and everything out there. You know, so man, that club is. The NRL's going good when the Bulldogs are going good. It's on the it's on the it's literally it's it's on the improve definitely. And I think yeah. um, that leads us into the Twitter question actually because the guy who is the Adelaide Rams fan, good on you guy, I miss the Rams. Uh, should the should the Bulldogs play more home games at Belmore? Uh, if they could build a single structure platform and grandstand at the northern end rail line, it would make Belmore the perfect <laughs> suburban ground, in my opinion. Architect. That's very specific, yeah, isn't it? He's right, but I think when I first got down to the club in '98, they had plans to do all the Belmore up. Um, obviously, the councils and the club don't get along, so they hated each other. So that never went through. But I saw the plans there at Belmore; they could do something really good there. Then they went out to Liverpool. Then we got done by the cap. Yeah, so that's what happened there. But Belmore, I think they're planning on doing one to two, one minimum, maybe two a year, for the next two or three years, while they look for something to happen at Belmore where they can do something that it, so it's a decent suburban ground, so you can get maybe four four of your home games there. That's 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 the end result because yeah. if we get a good team, we get a good team on the paddock, we will not get beat at Belmore. And what people probably don't understand is that clubs get paid by stadiums to play yeah. at the stadium. So yeah. if you're if you're if you a club, can, if you can look after the corporates and do everything, because you got to understand. So just say with a team, a club like Parramatta, do just say average three thousand corporates, seven hundred fifty grand a year. Yeah, seven hundred fifty grand a game. Yeah, at Bank West, just one game, you sell three thousand corporates at just say whatever the price is. Um, that's how much you can bring in. So Parramatta at the moment, they'll be selling three thousand easy. That's winning. a great club, you know. That's the sort of like. I think there should be little. Like Bank West should be at Belmore, you know, like and, and do that to Leichhardt and do that to Manly, instead of spending like ten billion dollars on fucking Homebush. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's the thing. So, so South. Yeah, sorry, have you been to Bank West? No, it's one of the best grounds I've been to, man. You've been to Bank West, so it's how to where that where how they watch football. It's a good crowd and stuff like that. It's perfect. Yeah, thirty thousand. You know, they've done they've done that up at uh, Townsville. What thirty six thousand? I think is the max there. So that's probably about the max that you want. If you look on it, and honestly, just go on the suburban ground thing. If you look at what the Waratahs have done with with Leichhardt this year, they're filling Leichhardt every game, and it's sixteen thousand at Leichhardt. It's the greatest atmosphere of all time. Yeah. Or sixteen thousand at Homebush, yeah. and you may yeah, as well. We had to look sixteen thousand at Homebush. Like I've been at games where there's sixteen thousand. It's just like a, it's a little drop in the ocean. Yeah. sixteen thousand at Belmore. They're right on top of you, man. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome to see. It sucks that we lost, but it was great to see. Well, guys, fans. send in your um, send in your plans to. We'll have the, a look at them. With the, <laughs> we'll have a look at them with the singer structure there platform. Goes. And then the GM. Oh, GM's asked about four hundred questions. Uh, coach, no, we're not talking about coaches. Uh, Raiders are keen to sign Jack Hetherington apparently to replace Adam Elliott. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Was that a question? Was well, that a, a question? Uh, I think. Yeah. I think it's a question. I think uh, will they? Are they? they wouldn't or let, will they? Well, I think they are. So, do you think that's a good move? For It'd be a good move. I think Ricky could probably get the best out of him. Keep him disciplined. He probably needs like a, a person like Ricky Stewart, and he would love and embrace a Ricky Stewart. You know. So, um, good luck to Jack. Whatever he does, man, he's a good kid. Hopefully, he gets to see the paddock again this year. Finish on a good note. Who knows what can happen? So, you know, if he hasn't, if he just backs himself and just sees, you know, if he wants to stay at Belmore get out there and just back himself and play to the footy that we know he can play, obviously uninjured. Um, but if not, I wish him all the best in his career. He's a good kid, man. I'd hate to lose him. Well, Semi Radradra, Radradra, he's uh, the Dolphins apparently in the market yeah. for Semi, big Semi. 
They'll need to just find... to come back to the NRL or just stay in the French Riviera and just get paid a million euros a year. And get paid a billion dollars to make one tackle and yeah. eight hit-ups a game. Or does he have to come back come here and, and get flogged? Yeah. You've got to weigh that up, Semi. I think... Depends how much you... It's not like he'd come back and play Origin. No. You know, all, that, all that's gone. If you want to come back, you sort of want to play at the top, don't you? Like, he's just sort of... You know, he dominated over here for three years. He's a gun union player. He can play whatever comp he wants to and get a heap of money. I think he might be thinking a little bit more about... I think I just about, talked him out of it. Well, I think maybe the Rugby World Cup in France next year might be a bit of thing. You'd go to Redcliffe or you could go to the second big, third biggest sporting event in the world behind the Olympics and the Soccer and World Cup. And dominate it. Yeah. I think I'll... No, I'll go to Redcliffe. Nice spot. Yeah. All right, well, that concludes. Hello, everybody, Redcliffe. <laughs> I'll come back to the NRL as the hardest cop in the world. <laughs> that no, no, no. I'm going to go play in the Japanese rugby, the South African rugby. Till I'm 50. England rugby, French rugby. Come back here with the Aussie one, get all your money, and retire when I'm 40. And still look exactly the same. <laughs> he has since he was 15. All right, guys. Get on Mason's take. We'll see you next week. Goodbye for now. I don't know if we'll be tweeting. I don't know. Low games. I'll be following Willie Moore and Moore. Back in the NRL is Willie Mason. I've forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Wow. Oh, you got skill, son. Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you. You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. 